The night is young No, we're not done Party back at ours Everybody's welcome to the kick-ons You're welcome Welcome to One Hit Wonder A kick-ons mini-series Where Stephanie Moore That's me And Jason Parker That's me Take a look back at some of the biggest one-hit wonders of all time Also Jessica Reeves is here too. <laughs> I'm a preface this by saying, I know this is a stretch, but I'm standing by my vision. Come with me to open Pandora's box with their poorly received one and only single, It's All Coming Back to Me Now. One hit, one dream, one duh. music we saw this weekend rock and roll is back baby baby i can't believe the amount um of rock inspired uh inspiration that we've got over this last weekend i know whoa it's wild did you even know you liked rock music well wait do you like rock music um there's a time and a place, sure. I don't like dancing to rock music. Yeah, it's hard work, eh? Yeah, there's no... I just feel like there's no beat. Like, I know there must be a beat, because music has beat. But there's just no... You can't tell the time signature. <laughs> yeah. What is rock music's official time signature? 4-4 four, four, always, with the bass drum on the one and the three. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing yeah. to the pod, yeah. Jessica Reed. Musical genius. No time signatures. Um, no keys. Signatures? Like, yeah, key signatures. Yeah. Doesn't play the keys. Doesn't know anything about keys. No. Great on the ukulele. What's the key that it's just a B flat in the key signature? Um, F. F. Oh. What? Do you Whoa. know why I know that? <laughs> Foot. Ball. So F oh. and then B flat is the wow. thank you, Nikki Harrison, for drumming that into my brain on the one and the three. Yeah. Speaking of um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of key signatures, I actually won a prize this weekend for knowing that C major has no sharps or flats in the scale. Yeah, congratulations. Thank and what you was so the prize? Much. One hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, we are gonna throw a thirtieth like you have never seen before. Woo-hoo. 
The prize was a fridge magnet. It was a fridge magnet. And I realised today it's actually a shrimp on a sushi, like on rice. Well, because the... Okay, so we've been at Welcome to Nowhere, which was a music festival in Whanganui. Mangamahu, technically, oh, actually, gorgeous. for those close to the region. Um, we're all close to the region. <laughs> I know. Physically, I yeah. mean, not spiritually. Um, and <laughs> there was lots of rock music and also a comedy section. Yes. Of... Which was called like shrimp cocktail hour. Shrimp to- yeah. cocktail hour. So was that why you got a shrimp? Oh, but it's on sushi. Yeah. I think all the prizes were magnets. You can buy shrimp cocktail at um that sushi place. Have you eaten shrimp cocktail before? Yeah, it's very bizarre. So thing. in my mind, but let me talk you through what I think a shrimp cocktail okay, go on. is. So it's in a cup of some sort, like a glass yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah. And it's lettuce or... You can put lettuce in it, like iceberg lettuce. Yeah, yeah, iceberg lettuce on the bottom layer. Yeah. Um, and then then on top of that is frozen shrimps that have been thawed out. Like they were in the bag, <laughs> they've been cooked and frozen and then someone has thawed them out. Yeah. And they pour them on top of that. And if you haven't thawed them out enough, there's still ice bits in it. Delicious. Are you speaking from personal experience? Gourmet. So... Yeah, which, I've had shrimp finish. cocktail at your mum's house before. Yeah, yeah, she she would never put ice in it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and then um, you cover it in Thousand Island dressing. Yeah, eat it preferably, but that's not important. <sighs> well, um, our friend yeah. Tommy, no offense, Bridget, I just said I have had shrimp cocktail at your out at your house at your hour, but <laughs> <laughs> Tommy makes the best shrimp cocktail I've ever had, and he, I'm pretty sure, had lettuce and also avocado oh, like just slices right. of avocado wait so and then are you eating it out with a spoon eating mm. it? <laughs> <laughs> what you come onto our platform and you say eating out <laughs> a christian <laughs> loves to eat out yeah. we ate out last night oh no we, we took ate, away we ate out we ate um <laughs> Anyway, you know, I think we had knives and fork and maybe spoon as well. I would okay, say so you use a tiny fork. Are we ready to hear about a tiny fork? Yeah. <laughs> are you ready to hear a cocktail fork? Even. Yeah. Even. Like a cake fork. Are you ready to hear what my version of a shrimp cocktail was, what I've always thought? It's my stepmom's family always go to this, like, family friend's Christmas Eve party every year and they always have shrimp cocktail. And this in, is in Canada. Yes, yeah. And it's in a martini glass. And the martini glass, I guess maybe this is like the hors d'oeuvre version. So you're not sitting down eating it. Yeah. And they pass around the martini glass that has, it's just full of Thousand Island dressing and has shrimp like hanging oh, over the edge oh, of the glass. Yes. And like you just pick in up the, the shrimp by the tail and dip yeah. it in and yeah. then get rid of the tail. And that makes sense because yeah. it literally is a cocktail for shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and like, I guess the big ones that you eat with the tail still on it feel a bit less creepy than the little ones. Yeah, but are those prawns? <laughs> well, though? in they North America, prawns. they're called shrimp, I believe. Oh. But then we call the, t- I don't know what they call the the, sh- the shrimpy shrimps in North America because it is like just like very, the shrimpy shrimp. very small shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> teeny, teeny shrimps. Mini shrimp. Mini shrimp. I know. Shrimp. Maybe they don't even have it. It's a shame we don't Maybe know any don't. North Americans. Yeah. That's I do. Who? I'll ask them. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking of truth. Reveal yourself. <laughs> um, so, 
Although this is absolutely fascinating, the reason I have brought you both here today is to talk about something 10 times more fascinating. That's like 10 times bigger than a tiny shrimp. It's basically basically a a crayfish. (laughs) Oh, that's the same thing. Lobster and crayfish, right? Yeah, they are the same thing. We call them crayfish, they call them lobster. Yeah, and that's a hemispheral difference. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great word. Hemispheral. (laughs) (laughs) Jason's dictionary describes hemispheral. I'm going to replace hyperbolic with hemispheral. Tell me <laughs> <why>. <laughs> I just say I love saying hyperbolic, so continue. Okay, so you guys know this chord, right? <laughs> Is it an F major? Yeah. That was the wrong time to take a sip of peppermint tea. <laughs> that chord was created by someone called Jim Steinman, who I will get into later. Never heard that name before. For (laughs) a girl group called Pandora's Box who released an absolute banger in the 1980s called It's All Coming Back to Me Now. Do you know it? Yes. Absolutely. Is that not a meatloaf track? (laughs) Shockingly, it is a meatloaf track, but it didn't used to be. So the song has had three reincarnations. Pandora's Box were the OG. Great. Obviously, our Queen Celine, Feline Dion. Slayed <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> um, kills it. And then um, no Meatloaf. just moves on. <laughs> Meatloaf eventually um, releases one himself. But who are Pandora's Box? Because I'm sure none of you listening and or watching, looking into my soul right now. Yes. Know who Pandora's Box are. So they were a pop group uh, assembled in the 80s by Jim Steinman, who is truly a god. This is basically a plea for Jim Steinman, by the way. <laughs> to see if he has Instagram. Yeah. Um, uh, and he put these girls together. He'd previously worked with them on the album Bad Out of Hell, which is a Meatloaf album. So Jim Steinman and Meatloaf work very closely together um, to create Bad Out of Hell, Bad Out of Hell 2, Return to Hell, and <laughs> Bad Out of Hell 3. I don't know if they had a, another one after it. But, um, <laughs> so these girls were put together to produce a concept album called Original Sin, which was a, released in 1989. Um, and Simon wrote most of the music, all of the music, except there are a couple of covers on it. And the album was a commercial flop at absolutely bombed um the song what are all, we what are we talking bombed like uh the song only reached number 51 on the singles charts okay um, whoa and what year is for that? a song this that everybody knows now oh yeah 1989 yeah. i know shocking and what how did the album do like do we have numbers no numbers on the album so the album uh was not received well and uh, a magazine review, Kerrang! magazine with an exclamation point at the end. That's Kerrang! with a K, an E, a R, and a Rang. <laughs> so Kerrang! Kerrang! magazine okay. called the Was song. Was that a commercial success? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing about Kerrang! Um, they said that the song was excruciatingly operatic. 
Operatic? No. no. <laughs> Little did they know. This is rock and roll, baby. <laughs> um, so the fun thing about Pandora's Box is that on the songs on the album Original Sin, they all sing solo, so they never actually sing together. Um, there are, like, choirs and stuff, but there oh. are also other people who are credited with vocals on the um, Original Sin album right. as, like, choir and guitarists. Jim Steinman was part of Pandora's Box as the pianist. Wow. Um, but he also was the producer and the writer of most of the songs except the covers. Um, but... Which, and this is super interesting. So Elaine, who is one of the women in Pandora's Box, in 2018, she said Pandora's Box was four women, three that existed, and Deliria Wilde, who was somewhat mythical, someone Steinman kind of created. How? What does that mean? (laughs) I truly don't know. And I tried to find interviews more about like who Deliria Wilde actually was and why she was mythically part Not of the mythical, band. but somewhat mythical <laughs> yeah. as well. So I think that there were actually three women and yeah. then a made up fourth. That was like maybe just sounds on a keyboard or? I truly don't know. Maybe wow. it was just better to have four than three. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Jim Steinman loves like the idea of the mythical realm so that's why pandora's box was the name of his band that he put together in these women anyway but how upsetting that he has written this amazing classic banger Mm. and it doesn't go anywhere so elaine was the one who sung the song yeah elaine was the singer of the song so so they don't all sing it wait no it's her solo yeah so if you look at the um Does the make tracks, sense after listening to it, there was only one voice. Yeah, except the choir. Yeah, and yeah. the choir. So if you go back to watch the music video, which I did today, it is crazy. And it also, okay, so you know how a meatloaf song, um, uh when you kiss the wolf or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that whole like the red roses. Yeah, the red roses. Yes. Yes. And do you love me? Yes. <laughs> And one more time. <laughs> he says it again. It's like, yes. yes. I bet you say <laughs> that to all of So originally in this music video for All Coming Back to Me Now by Pandora's Box, there's Jim Steinman does a full-on speech at the beginning, which is equally as creepy and crazy. <laughs> what? Is it Jim Steinman's voice in also the... I wait, assume the, so. What is the name of the... Uh, it, Hot summer, no, hot summer, no, no. Uh, hot summer, no, 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 no. It's the, no, no. took the words took right the out of right right my mouth. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, oh, I'd do anything for love. No, that's the other one. Oh, is that? Took the words right out of my mouth. I think it, that's what's oh, called. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And how do we know that? Oh, because of that kiss that I gave Gabrielle Hornblow. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so once, when I was in primary school, I kissed this girl, or this girl kissed me, it's hard to remember, um, called Gabrielle. And after we kissed, she said something to me, which I wish I remember what she said, but I she sang back at her. Oh. She said, ill. And I said, you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, it must have been while you were kissing. And me. <laughs> have you seen photos of you as a kid and knowing your yeah. personality and not being able to marry those two things together? Yeah. I would really love to watch that interaction and <laughs> you yeah. being a little kid singing that to a girl you just kissed. I know. <sighs> and then I ran away and I'd never kissed. She's probably a woman got again. major trauma now. I hope it wasn't her first kiss. 
I don't think it was because I think she was dating someone else and I, like, wanted to be dating Oh, her. my God. I know, it was scandal. Did you say standard? Scandal. Uh, I thought you said standard. Standard. <laughs> Who else is in a relationship? <laughs> that I want to hook up Committed with? relationship. Girlfriends yeah. are you stealing. Yeah. <laughs> no one yet, but watch out, boys. Um, so Jim Steinman, obviously he's written a lot of absolute Smash hits. Um, some of his works includes obviously Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell, which, like, did anyone know that Meatloaf didn't write any of his songs? No. I hadn't really thought of no. it. No. I just thought that Meat, because Meatloaf truly doesn't make sense to me as a um, pop artist. Yeah. So I looked back on Meatloaf's, like, history, mm-hmm. and he fully came up in musical theatre. Yeah, which he, makes sense. Yeah, but he's toured with like some really incredible bands when he had a band back in the day, which was oh. called Meatloaf and the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. Um, but uh, he was offered record contracts and turned them down. He was trying to like write music because he was truly wanted to be a musician, but no one was taking him seriously as a musician, just musical theater. And he did here right. and he toured with here. Oh. And um, that's when people were like, oh, maybe you could do something. Yeah. But then Jim Steinman came along and they started working on the Bad Out of Hell throuple. Original. <laughs> <laughs> the concept Trilogy. throuple. The concept throuple. And so that's when... I'm the concept throuple. I like that. Truly became one of the top-selling albums of all time. And it still sells like 200,000 copies a year. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Who are those people? Um, are the kids coming into it these days being like, wow, meatloaf and going out and buying the record? Or I don't know. It's got to be historic lovers of meatloaf. Yeah. Surely. Being like, oh, my dad really loves this album, but then you have bought it for him six yeah. times already. <laughs> or you just got to be like, oh, Every year I need to replace my meatloaf album. Yeah. <laughs> scratch that one up. So scratch. So scratch. <laughs> <laughs> So he also produced uh, music for Bonnie Tyler. His Ooh. Jim Steinman's most successful chart singles include Total Eclipse of the Heart. Bang it. Total Bonnie. sense. Makes yeah. Sense. And if you watch these music videos that Jim Steinman has anything to do with, they're, they're actually all the same. very, very similar. Smoke machine, woman running in I, night I'm gown. totally just like imagining like darkness with like shining white unicorn kind of vibes. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Or light this coming aesthetic. through a window. Yeah, like yeah. Curtains window. everywhere. Yes. Soft glows. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> air supplies are... Song, uh, which I deleted. What's their song? Whatever. Um, Meatloafs, <laughs> I do anything for love, and this one's super interesting. Boy zones, no matter what. Banger. Which that's shocking to me, actually. I mean, it's obviously an epic song, but it's not really in line with the other ones, is it? More poppy. Yeah. Well, he's mm. like definitely like step forward into the future. Yeah. And dramatic. Zones. It's super dramatic as a love song. I wonder yeah. if he's written anything in like the last six years. I want to know about his relationships. I don't know. I think that it's like Andrew Lloyd Webber, Sarah Brightman shit. Like obsessive, creepy. Yeah, just like love that like, what's it called? I guess like a toxic relationship. Yeah. So much passion. Yeah. I mean, hyperbole. Wait. Hyperbolic vibes. Hyperbolic vibes. 100%. (laughs) Well, I mean, even the lyrics for um, 
Wait, what is the song they're talking about? All coming, about? Back, to all coming back, back to me now is literally. <laughs> she forgot. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's literally the description of like a toxic relationship. Like it was terrible and we did a terrible job, but wow. Yeah. Now you're kissing me and I want to fuck you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Um, according to Steinman, the song was inspired, inspired by the novel Wuthering Heights. <gasps> oh. <Yes>. oh. <laughs> It's, so it's his attempt to write the most passionate, romantic love song he could create. Inspired by Kate Bush? No. So the, the he novel. actually has said. No, but, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but yes. like, so when did they come um, out? Yeah. He says Wuthering Heights is always made much too polite. Um, this isn't the Wuthering Heights of Kate Bush's, that little fanciful Wuthering Heights. Oh! <laughs> the scene they always cut out is the scene when Heathcliff digs up Catherine's body and dances in the moonlight and on the beach with it. I think you get much more operatic or passionate. <laughs> I don't think you can get much more operatic and passionate than that. I was trying to write a song about dead things coming to life. I was trying to write a song about being enslaved and obsessed by love, not just enchanted and happy with it. It was about the dark side of love, about the ability to resurrect, uh, be resurrected by it. I just tried to put everything I could into it, and I'm real proud of it. <laughs> oh, I think he should be. Yeah, yeah he should be. definitely. He like smashed, his, cliff- smashed his goals. Dri- digs up her body and dances in yeah. the moonlight okay, so I, 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 When I read Wuthering Heights, it was like a kid's abridged version for a uh, reading competition at my school and so they probably cut that part out yeah. of the children's abridged version because I have no memory yeah. of it. They do. Jim said they do. But also, if you notice in the music videos, which I have watched today, all three of them are basically the same music video with like different amounts of production value. Mm. Um, but they all involve like people being brought back to life or being haunted by something that's dead. Ah. Um, So he's obviously quite fascinated by that. Yeah. Um, And I guess this is the bit where we, like, how does Celine Dion get her hands on this song? Tell us. Um, Simon originally, he, like, pictured this to be a women's song only, which is quite important for, like, later when Meatloaf finally gets his hands on it. (laughs) Um, But it was uh, for her album, Falling Into You, which has some absolute tracks on it. This is the one with her and it's, like, a white cover. Yeah. And her, like... Kind of her sitting almost. In my mind, every Celine Dion cover is white. It's white. (laughs) No. Several different colours of Celine Dion's albums. I've only seen that You must be thinking of falling into (laughs) the album. Yeah. Um, So it had the tracks River Deep, Mountain High, Because You Loved Me, All By Myself. Oh, my God. It's All Coming Back to Me Now, which reached number two in the USA behind the Macarena. (laughs) So... So controversial. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't push the Macarena off. Imagine your top two songs being the Macarena and it's all coming back to me now. Like, they what could not countdown. be more different. Yeah, yeah, it would really, like, you, you kind of need, to be fair, like, if you're listening to a top 40 countdown, yes. you kind of need the Macarena after the heaviness of it's <laughs> yeah, all coming to. back to me now. Comic relief. Exhausted <laughs> from all that you put into <laughs> listening to it's all coming back to me now. And you end with, like, your arm um, sort of that, um, what's that Breakfast Club style? Yeah, yeah. Bring, bring it down, down. easy. Bring it down. You kind of got to regain your breath. <laughs> Lowering his arm. 
Falling Into You was huge. It was uh, won the Grammy for Album of the Year and Pop Album of the Year. Um, she was nominated for Single of the Year, not with All Coming Back to Me Now, but like she was huge. And she yeah. heard. Her and um, Steinman, Jim, they worked together quite hard on this album. So that's how they got together was, I was producing. I going to say, All By Myself could be another Jim Steinman song. I, like, it's so epic. Yeah. River Deep Mountain High was the other one that he had a lot to do with, which is right. random because it, it's happy. Him. <laughs> um, but it is uh, dramatic. Yeah. Which is really his things. And mm. he, um, originally it's all coming back to me now was, Actually, some people say it was, like, written for Andrew Lloyd Webber to hear to prove to Andrew Lloyd Webber that um, Jim could be involved in his musicals, writing with him for his musicals. Absolutely makes sense as well. Yeah. Um, And Andrew Lloyd Webber actually came back to him and asked him if he could do um, Phantom of the Opera, write the lyrics for Phantom of the Opera with him, which he turned down because he was working on a... Bonnie Tyler album. That's such a big flex. You're like, I'm going to write this song so that Andrew Ledweaver finally notices me. And then Andrew's on the phone. He's like, sorry, I'm just too busy, Andrew. You missed your chance. Celine Dion, like, me and Steph saw her two years ago. Yeah. And... She sounds better than ever singing that amazing, song. Amazing, amazing. That's the one that you want to listen to if you're listening to any of the three. Yeah, if you don't have time to listen to all yeah, three. because they all, one goes for six minutes, one goes for eight, and one goes for, I think two go for six minutes. Yeah. So, so the original was from, eight minutes long. It took us from Paris to Balloon. Pai Kakariki to Wellington City. City. <laughs> to listen to all three. In a row. In order. Chronologically. And, like, yeah. having been warmed up by the guitar music of the weekend, we yeah. were very much appreciating all of the, uh, what, five guitar solos <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the Pandora's box version. It is truly. There's even, like, sleigh bells in the Pandora's box yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> ching, ching, ching. Um, so... Simon is super protective of his songs. Many people say that he treats his songs as his children. So <laughs> he, I need to like watch an interview with him because I just feel like he's so creepy in my head. Yeah. He doesn't look creepy. He's like an old man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, never <laughs> creepy. <laughs> Historically not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's like cute little old man. Okay. <laughs> man. Um, he might be creepy. I don't know. Uh, so later on, Meatloaf. Meatloaf originally wanted to record this song, but because um, they knew each other from working with Bad Out of Hell, um, so he wanted to record the song originally. Another big of- flex. Like, hey, Meatloaf, listen to this song. Oh, it's awesome. Can I? No. Sorry. You can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. It's like, no, the original Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> None for you, Meatloaf. Yeah. Um, and Meatloaf wanted it so hard that eventually Steinman uh, won a court movement preventing Meatloaf from recording it. So Steinman. <laughs> How does that even work? Like, you go to your lawyer, you're like, I want to, like, protect my what was work. Your cease and desist. Cease. Assist and desist. <laughs> Assist and desist. 
just enter space. <laughs> it's not funny on here. Out of context. It's not funny when it's not 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah. I want to cease and desist you and tell you you can never record my song. Yeah. Friend. Friend, yeah. <laughs> While he's working together on this so amazing. crazy. Thruple of albums yeah. he's saying that you can't have this so he gave it to the girl group Pandora's Box they went to record it it was a flop um, then Celine recorded it and it was huge everyone took back what they said they said that this was like Celine Dion at her prime yeah. it would be the song of the millennium I've got a big question what did Kerrang have to say about it? has folded <laughs> apparently it was a flop <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Celine Dion recording this actually upset Meatloaf. I wonder what the relationship between Celine and Meatloaf is. Yeah. They're probably just like buddy, well, not buddies, just like industry peeps who like see each other at Grammy parties and and say, it's hey, all coming back to me yeah. now. Yeah. Meatloaf probably like sent, did like, Sent her edible arrangements, flowers, everything when her song meatloaf. came out. <laughs> meatloaf. Edible meatloaf. Yeah. Arrangements. Um, <laughs> Wait, can I just say something? Yeah. I wonder if what um, Celine calls shrimps True. slash prawns. Wow. Shrimps. Is there a <laughs> uh, French word? Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. I forget she's French, French Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, something Pro- gorgeous. Prawn. Very good. Um, so Bad Out of Hell 2 came out in 1986. So it mustn't have been until ages after that Bad Out of Bad Out Bat (laughs) 3 came out. Because eventually he released it on Bat 3 as a duet. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so Steinman obviously was like, I'm removing the court order. Here, have it, but you have to sing it with a woman. My child's 18 and out in the world now. It can make its own decision. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did you, we said that like his Steinman's thing, he had always just heard a woman singing in yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So. What year was it that uh, Meatloaf was finally allowed to get his? I don't know. Whatever year Bat Out of Hell 3 came out. So he must have been so stoked though. Like, Meatloaf eventually just can have it. If and that was you, do you? I would. I'd do the opposite. I'd be like, "Sorry, I'm well, busy fuck now." You. Yeah, <laughs> doing something with Andrew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I can finally have it. Can I? <laughs> oh, I don't yes. want it. It was the final out. So, Bad Out of Hell three was released in two thousand and six. Yeah, I mean, mm, Monster is loose. <laughs> that's what it's called monster is loose um so that is like the story of everything that the song now is um actually used in bed out of hell the musical which jim steinman wrote well, um, I don't that even ran think until I knew. 2017, oh. so it's actually quite new. I didn't Where was know the there musical? was a yeah meatloaf musical. It toured around um, Europe and America. Were you aware of this before your research? Bad Out of Hell the musical? Yeah. No, no idea. But it makes sense because the three Bad Out of Hell thruples, yeah, they were all concept albums of Jim Steinman's music. I wonder what the musical's even about. Yeah. I, wonder, I mean, what I was that musical that is also about bats? Bat is boy. A, oh, you're bat boy. Are you thinking yeah. of cats? <laughs> Feline Dion. <laughs> um, 
And Jim Steinman. So, yeah, that's, like, as far as I could find anything about him, 2017, that musical finished. Um, but he is wanting... He doesn't know this yet. Oh. <laughs> He's wanting to write um, a song for an up-and-coming New Zealand pop singer. Wow, really? Who yeah. is it? I can't say. <laughs> I can't say who it is. Um, but... They desperately really want to work together. Right. I think now's the time for that type of music to have its renaissance. I was just about to say, should we send this episode to Jim? But then I realised about five minutes ago I called him creepy. (laughs) 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 Which, um, Jim, if you're listening to this. No, creepy's cool Cool. now. Yeah. All kids are saying it on the TikTok. (laughs) Also, we just found out you're an old man. (laughs) In which case, absolutely not creepy. Yeah. Little cutie. (laughs) Um, But... Pandora's Box, yeah. they disbanded after the one album. Yeah, yeah. it seems to be a through line in, well, it does, yeah, it seems to be a through line in the conversations we've been having about these one-hit wonders, apart yeah. from Lust Ketchup. Yeah. But they're, they're still together. Our sisters. sisters. Yeah, they're yeah. still together. We looked up their Instagram and they're still performing. They're partying. Yeah. It's party time every yeah. Friday so, night so in their household. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did, one of the members did sing It's All Coming Back to Me Now for um, various gigs recently, but like, obviously they just needed some cash. Yeah. And the people, like, I wonder where that was because the people don't act probably even know that that was actually their song that they're uh, yeah, performing so to. They would think that they're doing a cover of Celine Dion. Yeah. Or Meatloaf. Whoa. Yeah. M- maybe they're also performing in the Bad Out of Hell musical or were performing, you know? Yeah, traveling the world. The See, things that we don't know. I know. And are assuming. Because the reason why we thought, like, the reason why this has all happened is because Jess mentioned that she thought that she's recently been getting back into Love getting back track. into a hot track called All Coming Back to Me Now that she thought was a meatloaf song. And never even like in my in my memory, when I was thinking of it, never even remembered that it was a duet really. I was just like, yeah. absolutely that's a meatloaf track and no part of me really remembered mm. a woman singing it. And when I heard the Celine Dion version, I thought it was a cover of Meatloaf. Wow. Because I didn't realise that Meatloaf was releasing music in two thousand six, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in my head, Meatloaf is older than Celine. Yeah, exactly. He might be. Yeah. Celine just looks fucking flawless. Uh, she... What does Meatloaf look like now? An old man. Yeah. A creepy old man. <laughs> um, I guess, like, what's Celine Dion up to now? Just released an album. <laughs> Can't tour the world tour, at the moment. Has, like, a young boyfriend. Oh, I'm doing quotations. Man. But then she says that he's not her boyfriend, but seems as if he is. Okay, that's good to know. She's got three kids. Yeah. How old are the kids? I think one's like ballpark 19 and the others are like ballpark 13. Uh-huh. Yeah. Basically what she's doing is like giving everyone goosebumps the moment they hear her sing. Yeah. Oh, it was such a good concert. Yeah. If you aren't getting goosebumps or tears in your eyes when you hear Celine Dion sing It's All Coming Back to Me Now, I'm sorry, but you're a psychopath. You need to be brought back from the dead by this song. By this <laughs> yeah. song. This song can't conjure up life. <laughs> Go listen to the Macarena. <laughs> well, thank 
thank you for, for yeah. bringing this to our attention. That's truly all I've got to say. I on think this. this will be tr- very mind opening and informative for people. Yeah, and like if you truly thought that this song was originally a meatloaf song, you're not alone. Yeah, and go and listen to the Pandora box. And watch the version video. Yeah. and watch the video. And then I think everyone should just re-watch Celine live in Vegas. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. It is so good. When she's always like, come on! <laughs> like, hello! Yeah. <laughs> she's so slick in her movements. I would love to see her do the Macarena. Okay, she wow. is literally at any moment, she has her hand in the ear. And, and it's ready. Like full, ready for the Macarena. And ready she to gives it to us. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine a Macarena encore from Celine Dion. I should have. Uh-huh. It's no, not a Macarena! <laughs> Well, I think we'll leave it's, it there. <laughs> she gonna want me. They can't have me. Another one hit wonder. Yeah. Gorgeous. Thanks for joining us, Jess. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Great time. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>